0: You're listening to The Scrimmage with Daniel Hargrove and Justin Domasiewicz.
1: Busy, so the show sheet is a mess.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say Justin was busy and Daniel was also busy, but Daniel still managed to put some stuff in the show sheet.
1: I was significantly less busy than you. Uh, Andrew was checking to make sure our live stream was working, I'm assuming, but he left his volume up there. That's what that was. Um, but I also had like two days off. Oh, I took Thursday, Friday off. Obviously, I had Saturday off. So. I'm in the middle of a nice little five day right now. Nice, because I was like, hey, if I'm taking Thursday and Friday off, why not ask for Monday too? <laughs> so I did.
2: Two day work week, five day week weekend. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know we what I realized?
1: Just, do you think we Is could that switch the to that European model? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I I told my wife actually yesterday. I was like, you know, three days of work a week sounds about right. Like I'll work Monday through Wednesday any day. That's not how we <laughs> do it
2: here in the U.S. of A. Like we work till we drop and then we work some more my guy and, and if, was, if you need energy after you've dropped and then have to work again drink some coffee yeah. and then more coffee then an energy drink if you need to
1: dude i drink so much <laughs> coffee a day it's ridiculous my co-workers are slightly concerned and how they much have you no idea how much i drank when i worked at the radio station
2: how much so. coffee do you drink
1: uh let's see on a good day in liters, on, in, liters. <laughs> in liters okay no i can do shots Shots and cups. We're doing so shots? On a good day, I'll get two shots in the morning on my way to work. Then I'll drink three to four cups of coffee at work. Then on a good day, I'll walk to a different coffee shop and get two more shots. And then probably I have like these cans of like cold brew, like bulletproof mm.
2: coffee Ooh, things. yum.
1: And um, generally I've been drinking one of those on the way home. You. What so, do you
2: get your two shots in at a at a coffee stand?
1: Uh, there's Fiddler's Coffee in Chehalis. They okay. have they have a Centralia and a Chehalis location. Okay. And I'll go to the Chehalis one on the way to work. And then there's Mint City Coffee in downtown Chehalis, which mm-hmm. is also really good. They just opened up. So uh, if I can walk, if I can take a break, I'll walk to their place oh. and get a spot.
0: So what's your order? In. I think is what
1: he was. Oh. I, get, I wanted the I, answer to both of them. Sorry, okay. I get a traditional macchiato at both places. So that's a that's also a sign of a good coffee shop, is they know what a traditional macchiato is. They don't just go, huh? Like a caramel macchiato? I don't know what a traditional macchiato is. Come on, yes, your wife worked Justin, it all not,
0: up. You are not a great coffee shop.
1: Just I am saying. not a great coffee shop. <laughs> that so, is accurate. Yeah. A traditional macchiato is two shots of... Of espresso marked with cream. That's what the term macchiato came from. Oh, Mark- what
2: does marked with cream mean?
1: It means a like... A little dollop. It's like, it's like a dollop. Oh, okay. Just like a... They'll foam it up and then they'll take a spoon and then they'll just like dollop a spoonful of cream on there. That
2: sounds good. It's I have so the most good. boring coffee order in the world. And also, I go to Monsters in Montesano because I like to put my money into the local economy. Um,
1: hey, you know...
2: I go to Monsters <laughs> and
1: I order... <laughs> I, I a- like the local economy, too, because <laughs> I forgot to mention, actually, I forgot to mention, after I get back home, Courtney and I then drive to DJ's and go get more coffee, and I'll get either, I'll get a four-shot, eight-ounce Breve. <laughs> so I keep, I drink even more coffee.
2: I uh, I go to Monsters, and I get a quad-shot iced Americano black.
1: Oh, that's good. So that's I, a solid one.
2: Yeah. The the Barista once told me that's a hardcore drink.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a solid.
2: <laughs> All I know is I don't want any I I don't want any floof. I don't want any cream, I don't want any sugar, I don't
0: want any flu. I literally have never heard anyone say that about you.
2: <laughs> that what? <laughs> that that you don't, don't want, want any, floof. any floof.
1: You don't want any floof. Well <laughs> I don't want things that are yucky. The only thing I would say, if you want to go one step more to hardcore don't say Americano. Just say four shots over ice.
2: That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but they yeah, add water. The same thing.
1: They add water if it's the Americano. Yeah, Just to fill the top of the cup. Exactly. Yeah. You're watering down your shots. Add ice. It's not really a difference. I'm just being a jerkwad here. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand coffee I, that well. I appreciate that you're doing the four shots. That's where you got to start. If you want to be four really hardcore,
0: start. order an iced cappuccino. They don't like that. It's not really a thing. I was going to say, what
1: the (laughs) heck is an iced cappuccino?
0: What's the difference between a cappuccino and an Americano? Cappuccino is like entirely foam.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why it's funny. You can't really pour it over ice. It yeah, doesn't. It doesn't work, work very well. It doesn't work. So
2: that so, would have been a really funny joke if this was a coffee podcast, and yeah, everyone listening yeah. would have been like,
1: "Oh, Andrew!" Hopefully, my you wife. You scoundrel! Or oh, yeah. if I
0: wouldn't have said anything about <laughs> you, it, and I would have been like, "No, it's a really good drink. Go you, ask for it."
1: You rap scallion. <laughs> I think rap scallion. I don't even know what that is. I
2: don't know. But did I you, know you say that because I said scoundrel and yeah. that felt old timey?
1: Yeah, and so yeah. rap scallion is like my favorite term for a scoundrel. Gee whiz. Uh, i've got to say that <laughs> no. i used to not like coffee and then i started hanging out at all wrapped up a lot Weird. and yeah i wonder why that happened and i asked jake uh hey if i want to drink a coffee drinker's drink what should i get and he's like well for a four shot eight ounce breve is a good drink literally been my hot drink since that day like every time it's cold i'm Four shot, eight ounce breve. Does breve have a lot of milk in it? A breve it, has
0: whip, is heavy it's got cream.
1: Heavy cream. Yeah. But if you get four shots and eight ounces, there's not much of it. Okay. Because an eight, o- I mean, four shots usually adds up to close to eight ounces anyway. So it's basically four shots and then just fill the tiny bit left up with with cream.
2: Well, this concludes this edition of Coffee Talk with Daniel, Justin, and Andrew. Thank you for listening
1: to our podcast. I thought you were throwing my middle name in there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Yeah. Uh, Let's get it going with a terrifying... Wait, wait, we didn't say what
2: show this is or who our sponsors are. I thought we were Coffee Talk. This is Coffee (laughs) Talk. Okay, let's do the two-minute drill. (laughs)
1: Let's go, let's go, let's go! right, gonna do it right. Three jet on one, three.
0: The two-minute drill starts now.
1: Bronny James, is that actually his name, Bronny? No, his
0: name's LeBron. They call him Bronny. They just
1: call him Bronny. Yeah. So he's LeBron James Jr.
2: Yes. Okay. But LeBron had once said that he regretted naming his son LeBron because he didn't want him to have to try to, like, forge the same path. He wanted him to be his own person. But in so in they reality, call him publicly something different.
0: In reality, Weird. he'll just be able to share the stats. No one will know the difference. <laughs>
1: Bronny James commits to USC in a really cool, yet also kind of weird Instagram post. Is that the video I watched? I'm pretty sure it is. I didn't watch it. Justin... Is Bronny gonna make it to the NBA and isn't his little brother actually the better basketball player?
2: Uh, Well, Bryce is bigger. I don't know if he's better. Gotcha. He's getting a lot more hype right now because he had a huge growth spurt last year. Massive. Bronny is a good player who probably has NBA level talent and I think the bigger question is not whether he'll get to the NBA or not. It's gonna be whether he's a one-and-done or not because the conversation has always been LeBron said he wants to play with his son, so everyone assumes he's going to be a one-and-done, even though his college recruiting rankings wouldn't tell you he's a one-and-done player, he might get expedited to the league just because of his name. Daniel, does Julio Rodriguez suck now?
1: And did Jared Kellinick steal his powers? I'm picturing like a Space Jam situation yeah. here, right? Monstars. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like Jared was playing catch with him one day and had this baseball that sucks the powers out of him and he threw it over to so him. like got
0: this greenish glow. Yeah,
1: and then <laughs> Kellinick grabbed it, or Julio grabbed it and went, oh, that feels kind of weird, and threw it back to him. And Kellinick was like, ha ha, <laughs> sucked all the powers out of it. That's what seems to have happened. Uh, my main thing with Julio stop pressing stop swinging out of your butt trying to hit a home run every time go back to what made you good and get out of your slump last year which was hitting the ball the other way yeah swing with your hands I highly doubt
0: yeah (laughs) I
1: highly doubt that him hitting a 450 foot homer to left center today will help him make that transition but who knows maybe he'll catch fire but ugh it's been hard to watch lately Justin my fantasy team yeah Exactly. Yeah. But you're in first place, so...
2: Oh, I'm not yet, but I will be. I'm in second now. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Justin! Kraken-do hockey theme! That is true! The Kraken-do <laughs> hockey things! They're playing a game three against, uh... The stars. Someone.
1: The t- Dallas later. Stars!
2: I-, I think, actually, I was thinking about this earlier today, the NHL Stanley Playoffs storylines have been so interesting both 8 seeds knocked off both 1 seeds. One of the 1 seeds was the with the literal greatest team in NHL history in the regular season. They broke records for wins and points. Oh, that And sounds the other familiar. team, the other team like it. was the defending champion Colorado Avalanche. So now you have the two 8 seeds which like nobody was giving them a real chance that yeah. are now in the second round. Florida leads their series 2 to nothing. That's awesome. They're going to go to the conference finals if they can hold on. This I is love nuts. It. And obviously the Kraken are going to go win the Stanley Cup. Like yeah. Daniel, who is your favorite Kraken player?
1: It is Brandon. Brandon? Brandon Tanev. Yeah,
0: he wears our number. <laughs>
1: yeah, he wears our number, and I have got a jersey of him. And he ain't afraid to it's go. Call the sweater. the yeah. sweater. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I got a sweater. He ain't afraid to punch somebody in the mouth. it, it could be I could see myself transitioning to Matty Beniers, but Tanev's more my speed of like what I what I like in a player. I'm more of a Beneers guy. He's got the name Maddie. Just sounds cool, (laughs) Maddie. Obviously, we don't know hockey very well. Not at all. Um, What you just said about the greatest team of all time with like most wins and points, and that that hurt me a little bit. Why? because the mariners had the greatest team of all time and yeah. then pooped them But at least the they playoffs. didn't get knocked out
2: in the first round. True. So
1: could you imagine if they got knocked out in the first round? It would be it's worse. Fair
0: that it is fair that you went to the Mariners. Yeah. I went to the slightly more recent other sport that that was in when the Seahawks faced the Broncos and the
1: the Nice. Uh, yeah, but at least the Broncos made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: I yeah. went to
2: the even more recent sport where that just happened when the Miami Heat knocked off the top-seeded Milwaukee Bucks, who had the best record in the NBA. What yeah. sport And they that? beat him in five... But that was in the... Uh, bouncy game. ball hoop game. That oh. was also
1: the title game, though. Or title no, series, right? this year. Oh!
2: What? The Heat were the eight seed, and they beat the Bucks, who were the one seed with the best record in the NBA. That's oh, awesome. wow. They beat him in the first round in a gentleman's sweep.
1: Gentlemen's? sweep? What is
2: What's a, a gentleman's, gentleman's sweep? sweep? That's a five-game series.
1: Right, yeah. That's where you let the other team win one game, to exactly. Not oh, got gotcha. you. Disappointed, yeah. um, and that was wow. What that led... just shows how little I've paid attention to basketball since the Blazers started ball sucking. ball hoop game, yeah. Once they started sucking, like, totally stopped paying attention. Once they, once they shut Dame down, I was like, "Well, this sucks." I mean, maybe I'll watch a Shade and Sharp dunk highlight every now and then. That's I'll be about
2: it. I'll be glued to the draft lottery ping pong ball drawing. <sighs>
1: yes. I love those ping pong ball drawings. <laughs> um,
0: you guys are gonna love being seventy and playing ping or uh, bingo. bingo yeah. Yes,
1: Justin, really quick, I'll just give you a little bit here. Okay. Does it matter if Bronny's actually that good? Doesn't LeBron ultimately decide? How long he stays in college and also what team he goes to, and also everything around his career. Like, isn't LeBron just going to draft him with like the Lakers' first pick this year, regardless of when he's or will they go somewhere
0: else to play together? Yeah, does he have to go somewhere
1: else? Like, the Mariners were like, Hey, Ken Griffey Sr., why don't you come here and play because your son's
2: over here? (laughs) That has been the interesting conversation for years now, ever since LeBron. LeBron publicly said, "I want to play with my son." Well, why wouldn't you? So, so the I mean, conversation cool, right? has always been like, oh, yeah, unless your son's
1: a brat and you actually secretly hate him."
0: Well, and it helps that he's it helps that he's <laughs> a good way better than you or something. You're like,
1: I don't want to, I don't want to get shown up on live TV. Well, that was Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, was way better than right.
0: his
1: dad. <laughs> But he got grounded after he showed up.
0: <laughs> have you seen that story?
1: Yeah. It's so good. I think you sent it to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway.
2: Yeah, so I, I think it helps that Bronny is actually a good player um, that, pe- that NBA teams will want. But then it becomes interesting because, like, if he would have been a second-round pick, will he now become a lottery pick because a team thinks if we pick brawny that lebron will come as well that's hilarious so that has been the conversation for the last few years now in basketball circles that there's a possibility that drafting brawny means you also get lebron how many years does lebron have on his contract i think he has an out after this year i'd have to double check that but i would be surprised if that wasn't the case just because this has been the conversation for so long how does
0: the nba draft work with regards to like guaranteed money, like first, ra-
2: o- the only drafted players who are guaranteed money are first round draft picks. Wow!
0: So you can so that get drafted could be significant in a in a yeah. money way sense. It, absolutely, also.
2: absolutely. In the yeah. second round picks, you be- it's almost bad to get drafted in the second round because at least if you don't get drafted, you can negotiate with thirty teams. So right? If you get picked in the second round, you don't have guaranteed money and you can only negotiate with the
1: team that picked you. Gotcha. Are there are
0: only two rounds. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That- actually that does make sense yeah. white, because
1: it's small teams yep Andrew play the glory days soundtrack really quick <laughs> because glory days. We're 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 back. Back. appreciate it Is so this Bruce reminds me. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes when <laughs> the I boss. when interesting that's his nickname yeah huh uh, my know. my pastor texted me last week after listening to the show on Monday and said that he was like dying laughing when I made the boss con uh, <laughs> comment last week. I did um, not
2: even realize cucumber was here.
1: D- there she is Cucumber is
2: here. Um, she showed zero excitement when I
1: got here. Yeah, but mom got here <laughs> and now she's really excited. Uh, this reminds me of Little League in Hoquiam twenty. 20- Three years ago 24 years ago so there was these two brothers right and in little league if you drafted the one brother Ugh. the next year when the other brother came up he was automatically on your team
2: because you guys it was set up where you get to carry a team over from year to year yeah. Because that's not what Little League does anymore.
1: Oh, really? It's they, all re- they redraft everything Ev- every from the year. beginning? Yeah. Oh. And, well, also, this was Cal Ripken. So yeah. who knows what the rules are because... Ho-Kwe- oh, by the way, Hoquiam, get rid of Cal Ripken! The person? <laughs> Cal no, Ripken lives in Hoquiam? The league! You're the only one in the area! I would have thought he'd live in Baltimore. You're isolated for no reason! Stop it! Play with the rest of the county! If I if that if there's one thing that I can get involved with before my son hits little league age, it will be moving Hoquiem from Cal Ripkin to Little League. I don't care if it's an extra twenty bucks a year, or whatever the registration fees is. Literally, the rest of the county is one thing, and you're the rest. And because of that, you're the rest. You can't you can't play with them, and it's stupid. Anyway, all right, sorry. Um, why do you care what then, Hoquiam
0: is? Your son is growing up in Aberdeen.
1: Yeah, but he's going to be homeschooled, so that doesn't <laughs> really matter. I think Little League,
2: Little League actually has pretty strict rules about districts.
1: See, they, that's true, whereas Cal Ripken didn't as much. Cause the and kid, actually going actually, to school in
2: Hoquiam would help him. Because I think you can get, if you go to school in a different city, you can get a waiver signed by the school that allows well, you to play it Well, maybe we'll sign them up for, like,
1: choir class. <laughs> or there you go, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that.
2: Or just sign them up for driver's ed, but do it, like, ten years ahead of time.
1: There you go. Yeah. yeah that'll do it. It's funny, because the kid that I'm actually about to talk about was really good, and his brother was, Okay. But I remember no. they drafted him way higher than what he should have been because that meant the next year that they were gonna get his brother like slotted in the third round or something, even though he was probably a first round pick. Wow! So that's what they're gonna do with Bronny. That sounds. They're gonna evious. draft him like top five just because they're like, yeah, Bron, what you gonna do now? You gonna come play for the. Is- Stuff happens in you those gonna little You going to play league. for the Hornets? Hold on no, though. Is, Stuff happens in those little league drafts though. Oh yeah. Is LeBron There's all sorts of wheeling and dealing. Is
0: LeBron still good enough that it's worth yes. that Okay.
1: Am I wrong? I Oh no, I, it's worth
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I was only. I wasn't. I mean, to, I was shot at him. I just know he's getting older. and yeah. I guess you know. I would yeah. say
2: it's it's worth it depending on your team's construction. Like if you, if you're a team that is in a, in like year one of a rebuild, you you probably like you're not going to get too far with LeBron. What if you're the Portland Trailblazers?
1: LeBron with Dame,
0: <laughs> LeBron, Bronny,
1: Dame, Shaden Sharp, and GP two, Anthony Simons, Nasir Little. GP two already left. Oh, they, did they screwed up I didn't know that. It made me cry. Really. Yeah, they traded him. I would. I I've never been so upset with the Blazers. I think I that remember when I was yelling on our Facebook message. I don't really pay attention which time? when you're yelling. Yeah, that's a good point. That's <laughs> what Ooh, stolen base! Nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's Ty, Fr- okay, Ty this France was-
0: single, not a stolen base.
1: No, that was a that was a stolen base. I was once Taylor in a Tramiel just stole second
0: involved in a little league. Did he
1: also walk? So it really didn't matter. Maybe that's what it was. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> I was once
2: involved in a little league player draft in which there was a kid that everyone knew he had broken his arm.
0: Oh no, it's Ty France. He didn't walk. He got hit by the pitch. Of course he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, wait, he broke his arm. He had broken his arm, or foot or something he had a broken bone and we all knew he had a broken bone he was one of the best players in the league yeah but one of the coaches knew like he was still gonna play but we didn't know when he was coming back but one of the coaches knew that he was actually gonna be ready for opening day and none of the rest of us knew that sneaky so that information had obviously been slid to this guy like hey you should pick my kid normally he'd be the number one pick but you could probably wait till like round three. Oh, wow. That team went undefeated. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Also, in that same draft, I picked a kid in the second round and immediately another one of the coaches was like, no, 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 no. You can't pick that kid. That kid's on my travel ball team.
1: Are you serious? And I was
2: like, oh, okay. And he was like, can we work something out? Like, is there, I like to keep my kids together, blah, blah, whatever. And I was like... Get out of here. And I was like, uh, no. I picked him because I want him to be my catcher.
1: <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no. And we all moved I'm, on. I'm going to not say the words that I, I actually want to say.
2: I will give that guy credit because he dropped it real fast. Oh, good. He, That's he was fair. Like, I told him No, I picked him because I want him to be my catcher. And he was like, okay. And then we just all moved okay, on with, with our lives. Good.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't become a thing. That, I actually I feel like
0: that is very fair. If you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I really want it. Is it, can it is I think anything? he thought he could wait one more round. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Little League drafts are hilarious. And how t- teams are run. My dad and the coach that coached with him, the president of the league said that, hey, you guys are on double secret probation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of wheelings and principle. healings he did. Just yeah. on principle. <laughs> Just Was on that principle. the John
2: Burkey thing? or? <sighs>
1: I forgot about how we got. Yeah, Berkey was a good player. He Basically, hustled
2: everyone at the at the tryout.
1: Yeah, what that was only that was. At, gosh, Justin, that was in Triple A. That wasn't even oh. actually Little League. But he hustled everybody <laughs> at the tryout because my buddy now, John Berkey, had how a cannon can for an arm. How long can we do this
2: before we have to play the sounder
1: again? It's yeah, we might have to go for it again. Anyway, <laughs> Berkey had a cannon for an arm, but he was stepping with the wrong foot to throw. <laughs> and my dad was like. Well shoot. All you have to do is tell him which foot to throw in. <laughs> <laughs> and we got him in like the seventh round, and he was one of the best players. Yeah, we played we later played softball with him yeah. actually. Yeah. He's one of the best center fielders I ever played with. Good dude. Yeah, awesome. Anyway, it's now time for my favorite part of the show. Wait, wait, hold on. What?
2: Serving questions up on a silver platter where the points are made up and the rules
1: don't matter. Time for Stump. Daniel. Justin.
2: Man, if you're gonna do this to me, you could at least give me some warning.
1: I could at least give Andrew some warning. Instead, I went straight from glory Daniel's days to so another bad. sounder. I
0: swear you get worse at segues. <laughs> like, every every week you get removed from actual radio. You know what?
2: It's funny, yes. though, because <laughs> I think that I overcompensate. Like, I'll go on for <laughs> ten seconds like this when i know andrew needs to find the button so i think we're it's it's a little bit of you know opposite
1: (laughs) and meanwhile i'm like take that producer (laughs) figure it out (laughs) all right yes i have taken over stump the stump section stump justin this week justin these questions come randomly because i had a conversation uh, basically, I quoted somebody in their farewell speech, and I was like, "Hey, these are good trivia questions. I'm gonna do stump, Justin. I don't care if you should know them or not." But here we go. It's a good
2: strategy, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, it. This came about. These, this came about because at one point, I looked at my wife this weekend with our two kids, and I said, "I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth." This isn't a good start because you're looking at me like you have no idea who said that. Uh, no maybe idea. I should have made that a trivia question. That's not even one of the questions! Oh,
2: okay. I was going to say, I, I definitely know that the answer to that is Donald Trump. Isn't that Lou Gehrig?
1: Thank you. Yeah. Andrew would have done great. Anyway, this is Lou Gehrig. And oh, that then, doesn't make
2: me feel dumb. Andrew knows everything. Uh,
1: the the few <laughs> que- the first few questions are Lou Gehrig, and then I found out some other crazy stats that I decided to do, too. Okay. Okay. So, Alright, who did Lou Gehrig famously replace to start his record-setting games-played streak?
2: Oh my gosh, I know this one. You should
1: know this one. Come uh, on, Justin. Wally Pipp. Yeah! Correct! Wait, I'm supposed to be upset when he gets something right. Yeah,
2: you're doing this all wrong.
1: Dang it! <laughs> By the way, there's six questions. If you get Three right, you're not a dookie. <laughs> okay. If you get
0: Daniel struggles more, so hard with the rules being made
1: up. Yeah. <laughs> if you get five or more right, then you're you're in
0: the Tar Heel zone. Daniel doesn't do rules.
1: Yeah, rules. Actually, I, I think it's like the I, other
0: I, way around. Yeah. He's like, wait, I how how can I? This doesn't. This isn't. This isn't really fair.
1: No. <laughs> <A> little, <laughs> I also like to know exactly how to take advantage of said rules. Uh, little known fact, although he's considered to be one of the best power hitters of the dead ball era, Pip is now best remembered as the man who lost his starting role as the Yankees' first baseman to Gehrig on June 2nd of 1925 after experiencing a headache. Dude. Really? This began Luke Gehrig's streak of consecutive games played, which stood as an MLB record for 56 years. Yeah, Wally Pipp actually was a good enough player that he ended up playing for a couple different teams afterwards. Or I think the Cincinnati Reds, and received All-Star votes, or er, not All-Star, MVP votes. But Gehrig was better. He's a good name. Yeah, Wally Pipp at,
0: at first base. Yeah. So first he couldn't base. really. They couldn't just like throw him to another.
1: Position. Yeah. They were like, eh. We, we got Lou Gehrig. He's was amazing. that before the DH? Yes. Uh, yep, 1925. That was
0: a shoe in for moving him to the DH. But. Right,
1: yeah. I believe Babe Ruth was also on that team. Well, so, how did that
0: work? Oh, uh, fun fact. Shohei Otani just joined Babe Ruth as like the only player to record a certain number, like 100 strikeouts and 100 home runs or something like that.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm I sure that we're gonna keep. I just keep saw that see,
0: recently. We're
1: gonna keep seeing those numbers. <laughs> Shohei Otani and Babe Ruth. Did you know that
2: Shohei Otani is a pitcher and a hitter? What? Did you know <laughs> he's that? Really he's really good from, at both.
0: Did you know that Babe Ruth Japan? was a pitcher and a hitter? <laughs>
1: <Did> I heard <laughs> a stat. Babe Ruth is not as fat as we always assume he is. Yeah. I saw some video footage of him the other day. He's not even that fat.
2: No, you know he he also wasn't slow. Really? Well, I used to play this, like, classic baseball
1: card game with my dad, and his speed rating was a 4. <laughs> Out of? 5. Oh, okay. <laughs> Out okay. of 99. Yeah. Okay, next question. How many games... Now, the reason why I thought you might actually know these yeah. is because weren't you a, a Baltimore fan? Yeah. Okay. So I figured these stats would be floating around a little bit. Yeah. Okay. How many consecutive games was Lou Gehrig's streak? This
2: is tough. So I've got a I've got a couple different numbers in my head. Should I give you multiple choice, Andrew? Should I give him
1: multiple
0: choice? Not yet. No,
2: Not you don't until get multiple he's struggling. choice. I feel like I'd be Not able until to. you've got him
0: on the ropes. I
2: feel like I'd be able to <laughs> read your face maybe and tell which one was the right one.
1: <laughs> well, shoot! I have multiple choice next, uh, like in a few questions later. Well, no, later. it's if you're making it up as you go. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: yeah. You'd be like, is it 1,655 or 2,000? 000... <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm, I can't remember if. It, what the reason that this number is in my head? But I'm gonna go with 2,830.
1: Dude, that's so close. Oh. And like, not the number. Like, you're 700 off, but it's 2,130. Oh. so you were one digit off. Terrible guess. Bad job. Terrible guess. Terrible guess. All right, Justin. I Wonder are... if
2: that was Ripken's record.
1: Well, here's another shot at it. Cal Ripken Jr. broke Garrett's streak. How many consecutive games did he play? That's
2: also a tough one because he kept going after he broke the record.
1: Yeah, he was a bit of an overachiever. So, I...
2: Did he get the 3,000? Oh, I'm going to go 2,900 and 11. 2,632.
1: man. Way off admittedly those were hard ones those were the ones where I was like eh an easier question would have been like who broke Lou Gehrig's work blah 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 blah." but yeah Cal Ripken Jr. all right Justin now it gets to the section of the trivia okay where I was like I'm out of Lou Gehrig questions unless you want to ask what was the Lou Gehrig quote but you already failed at that Andrew got it bad job or what disease did Lou Gehrig die of I'll take two different answers here. Lou Gehrig's disease. There you go. Take yeah. that one. Uh, all right. This one was sent to me by a friend.
0: Parkinson's, right? ALS. The, ALS. Oh, yeah. it,
1: yep. But is I it?
2: think it was already called Lou Gehrig's disease before Lou Gehrig got it.
0: Oh. Because <laughs> it was
2: another guy named Lou Gehrig who had it first. Oh.
1: Lou Gehrig, very common name in the 20s. <laughs> when ja- This is bonkers. When Jamie Moyer retired... He faced what total percentage of all MLB hitters ever? Do you understand the question? Mm -hmm. 3%, 6%, 9%, or 12%?
2: All those answers are stupid.
1: Right? Because baseball's (laughs) been
2: going for so long. Right?
1: It's dumb.
2: It's got to be one of the lower ones, because, like, so it was 3, 6, 9, or 12?
1: 3, 6, 9, 12. I'll go 6%. That is... Wrong. Incorrect. Yeah. It is... It's, I rounded it up to 9. It's 8.9%.
2: I will be filing an official protest when this stump, Justin, is over.
1: <laughs> when Jamie Moyer retired, he faced 8.9% of total MLB hitters ever. That's ridiculous. That's so dumb. What? What? All right, Justin, it's not looking good for you. You need to get these last two questions right to not be a dookie. Okay. You don't want to be in the dookie zone. I have a good feeling about this. The dookie zone is not only the devil's lair, but it's just (laughs) covered with poop. And you walk
2: in there, and Grayson Allen trips you.
1: Yeah, right (laughs) into the poop. And then Christian Leitner stomps on you to squish you into it more.
2: Yep. Okay. Kyle and then Sh- Gerald Henderson elbows you in the face. Gerald
1: Henderson. Kyle Schwarber led the MLB by striking out 200 times in 2022. Mm-hmm. Not too crazy out of the ordinary these days, which is sad. All right, but he's, he led the MLB. Sorry, I was editing my own question for no reason because okay. nobody's going to see it. Kyle Schwarber <laughs> Led the I also edited it wrong. That's gonna bug me. He I feel led like, the MLB. I, feel like I should get points for that. <laughs> yeah, you may. Uh, striking out two hundred times in twenty twenty-two. How many seasons did Tony Gwynn take to reach that number? Ooh. This, this is starting from his rookie season.
2: I know man, all the Tony Gwynn stats are nuts.
1: Here's the multiple choice I'll give you multiple okay. choice. A five. No, it's not that B. Seven, not that. C nine, mm-hmm. D twelve. It's double digits. it's twelve. E uh, four thousand seven
0: hundred. Uh, uh, remember, uh, this
1: is his first seasons in the in the MLB. This yeah. is just taking his first years.
0: It's twelve.
1: You're incorrect. Dang it! It's seven. Oh. In his first seven seasons, if Tony wins he, not as good as I thought he was. He totaled two hundred and three <laughs> strikeouts, which is just stupid. Here's the last question. He's the best at getting strikeouts. Justin. Yep. How many of his lowest seasons combined does it take to reach 200? Okay. A9, B10, C11, D12. 12. Yes. Yeah! (laughs) I feel like you (laughs) totally. You got in my head.
0: How? (laughs) Justin got in your head while you were stumping him. I got two questions right. I know, but
1: earlier you made the comment,
0: Justin. Excellent job in this episode <laughs> of <laughs> Some <laughs> Daniel. You, no, he's in the douches. <laughs> you did look at me like, "Oh crap," he knows the answer because you were worried that
2: I was reading your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's multiple choice. laughs> and, <I'm trying. laughs>
1: and there's multiple reasons. Cause also the previous one, D wasn't supposed to be twelve, it was supposed to be eleven, but it was of
2: <laughs> So I should get an extra point for guessing the correct
0: answer to the question previously.
1: No. Because you just are trying to get out of the dookie zone.
0: Oh yeah. I love this. Daniel got oh. stumped and Justin is in the dookie zone.
1: I didn't get stumped. I stumped him. No. <laughs> Tony Gwynn was ridiculous. It took him twelve. If you take his twelve lowest strikeout. Oh, by the way, I took out the two seasons that were just partial. Right? These were full Tony Gwynn seasons. It takes twelve of his seasons to get to. I believe it was like two hundred and nine strikeouts or something like that. That's, That's a insane. lot. And people rest in power. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's dumb. Uh, what was your favorite part about that stump game? Was it learning about Honus Wanger? Honus Weiner, Dear Lord, I'm broken.
2: It was remembering the name <laughs> Wally Pipp.
1: Uh, I was proud of you for remembering Wally Pip. Thank you. He was, I. what I was shocked to find out is he was really good. Yeah. Wally Pip was a stud. I actually knew but that. But he had a headache one day and was like, eh, let the kid play.
0: I wonder if he was hungover and regretted that.
1: You know what this reminds me of? Do you, uh, Wes Welker, in a preseason game... Was on the sidelines with Bill Belichick, and oh, who's that receiver? Uh, Edelman. Oh, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman returned a punt in a preseason game, and Belichick went to Welker and was like, "Huh, kid's pretty good." And Welker went, "Yeah, he can have that job." And Belichick said, "Do you know who Wally Pip is?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Wells Welker was not long for the Patriots after that, Mister. And Welker was like, drops things. I
0: mean, that I'm going to Denver. <laughs> he was really,
2: really good in Denver, though.
1: He dropped so many passes.
2: He, that, we've been through this <laughs> <laughs> by percentage because he caught so many passes. Yeah. It, just yeah think. but
0: does that really even matter if you're dropping so many passes but if you look at you know what we don't need to do this again we had this argument like 10 years ago
1: <laughs> Almost, probably close to actually 10 years ago yep that's weird yeah. I feel old you are old thank might you be. can you I tell you sponsor? something it about this? Be one of
0: my favorite arguments with Justin though because it's rare to find an argument that Justin actually gets like irate about <laughs> It's easy to find those with Daniel. I, I got a but... cape, cape up for my guy, Wes Welker. He's a Texas Tech Red Raider. Is he really? Yeah.
1: Gosh, they always come back around.
2: Um, <laughs> you were trying to shout out to our sponsors, Olypen Real Estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Domasiewicz, yes. and I interrupted you from doing that. Gosh. I just needed to share that I discovered today Uh-oh. when I held anchor for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So every dad knows the, the elbow cramp, right? Yes. You hold a baby for too long without taking a minute to switch, oh, yeah. stretch it out. Oh, so, I'm feeling
1: it right now just because you're talking about but it. But it
2: used to be like when my kids were actually little enough to be held, I could go for like half hour, hour, yeah. basically go as long as you need to. Yeah. And as long as you don't forget, you to know, switch. you stretch it out, it's fine. You switch, you stretch it out, everything's fine. Yeah. I had anchor on my right arm for like 10 minutes. And I switched him to the left arm and I was like, Oh, dear God, I can't move my right arm. So I used to have this, like, huge capacity. I yep. wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, I know if I hold him for too long and yeah. don't switch him, it's going to hurt. Yep. But I apparently I've lost stamina. Yeah. Baby holding stamina.
1: There was a reason why I basically threw him at you this morning. <laughs> I needed a break. I was like, here, take my child. He was so child. good, though. He, he
2: was just yeah. chilling. He's, He's getting, getting chilling high fives out. from my daughter.
1: <laughs> You're, he loves your daughter. Your daughter is amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's that maybe. Is it time for a commercial break? Yeah, we're good. gonna take one, and we st- we have we have local stuff yeah. that I butchered Love. coming up next. After this. Do
2: you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Damashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Damashevitz today at 360-612-3991 or visit DamashevitzLaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z L-A-W com our producer's gone and I don't know what to do with my hands how fitting is it Daniel as the great defensive player that you are yeah. that you actively play defense against smooth transitions
1: <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with that.
2: that that one was such a masterpiece it was like you did it on purpose you might have but you started with, let's take a commercial break, and then you paused for a second, and then you started talking again, and then you threw it to the commercial, and yeah. then Andrew played the commercial, and then you talked again. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate and the law <laughs> office of Jeffrey A. Damashevitz.
1: I have no defense. Yeah. Do we need to filibuster until he comes back? Well, let's
2: talk about some local stuff that's not in the roundup. Oh, um, so we're going
1: to start with... With what Justin talking about powerlifting stuff? We could do that. Okay. Um, so before we get to the roundup, because I didn't, I didn't have any stats to get to, but you were at a state powerlifting meet. Yeah. Is it a meet. It's a meet. Yeah. Do they get to eat steaks afterwards?
2: No, but they had pizza during.
1: Pepperoni pizza. I think so. Hey, is that good for powerlifting? Do you want to eat pizza during? You gotta fuel up somehow. Do, do you, Carbs, I, I probably. I feel like you just you're not, bring protein. You're like not laced weighing with creatine in day of or something, are right? Are you weighing in day
2: of? They had the well. They can weigh in the morning of, but okay. they a lot of them had the option to weigh in the day before, and they chose to do that because then you can eat
0: breakfast yeah. the day of, yeah, and yeah. not have to worry about the weigh in. So, plan. yeah. Um, That's what I was I was gonna say. Yeah, you want carbs, lots of carbs. And yeah. then I was like, wait, yeah, maybe you not want, you protein. Want,
1: you want good carbs, though. You don't want pizza.
0: I think it was... So you want... You don't actually want... G- when you say good carbs, usually you're talking about carbs that are complex and yeah. more difficult to take longer for your body to break down. Uh, but if you're already... I see where you're going a, with this. A super ripped carb burning machine...
1: Peyton and Hannah Brulin
0: right. If you're trying to fuel up for for right now, you just want just simple carbs because your body's literally turning that directly into energy.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Science from Andrew. There you go. I'm Uh, not even going to question it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know that when Peyton goes through these things, he usually makes himself like four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and throws a few protein bars and some other
1: snacks into a bag. I'm loving some PB&J right now. It's for him. It's just so like hungry. a, it's a
2: fuel thing, and it's easy. I think pizza is like a, hey, what can we feed these kids that's cheap and unobjectionable? Like most kids like pepperoni pizza, and it's not that expensive. Yeah. So feel it felt like a safe choice. Um, so tell us about the meat. Yeah, the, well, there was pizza there for I'm the participants outside. and volunteers. Um, if you've never been to a powerlifting meet. I can amazingly hear you chewing in my headphones right now. <laughs> like, I don't know how you're doing that. <laughs> um, they are a marathon. Like, Peyton. Peyton's bus that left. My bike. Peyton's bus left the school at like 6 a.m. Um, I didn't get there till, to the meet till 9, a little after 9. And then by the time podiums were done, it was like 6 o'clock. Like, they are an all day thing.
1: Dude. That's worse than a track meet. I mean... Oh, longer it's than so a track meet. much
2: longer than a track meet. It's not even close. Not even close. Um, but anyway, and then and then it's it's hard. It's not a great spectator sport unless you're super interested in all of the... Like, if you were invested in all of the storylines of all of the kids. Um, luckily, Montesano had like 26 lifters that qualified. Whoa. So, there was a lot of Montesano kids there for me to cheer for, and I made a rule from the very beginning, I'm not rooting for anyone from any other school. I'm only clapping and cheering for the Montesano kids. Because um, I only have so many claps in me. Was
1: there, was there
2: other kids from local schools? There was, uh, well, Iris Singleton. There, I was going to say, so there was at
0: least one Aberdeen <laughs> I lifter. I think she
2: may have been the only Aberdeen lifter. Wow. Um, I didn't see or notice any others. Um, and we'll, I'll talk about Iris because she is amazing. Um, there was a handful of Elma kids there. Um, there was a couple of North Beach lifters and let's see, there was at least one hoquium person that I, there was one, there was one girl wearing a maroon and gray hoquium grizzly shirt that looked more maroon than the Bulldogs maroon shirts. Okay. Um, but I didn't see how many Hokuian participants were there were besides her. It's
0: supposed to be crimson, right? Yes. In, okay. yeah.
2: Yeah. It was super maroon, though. Like, ah. not even trying to be crimson. <laughs> not even trying. Um, but yeah, I don't think there wasn't like a huge. Li- and what you learn when you go to these things is there's really about a half a dozen schools in all classifications from across the state who take powerlifting really seriously. Okay.
1: And um, Monty apparently is one of them.
2: Monty, uh, Olympia, White River, Shelton. White River. What's I don't that? even know. I've never seen White River outside of powerlifting, yeah. so I don't even know where they're from or what level they are. Um, and then River Ridge had a pretty decent amount I, of kids. And then
0: White River Amphitheater is a concert venue, isn't it?
1: And yeah, right near Vantage, I, right?
0: Yeah. Do you? Th- I. I'm. I'll look it up. But that's. I. When you said that, I was assuming that that was where they were from.
2: They had a ton of kids there, and they were the most energetic of all the groups.
1: So when you're cheering for powerlifters, are you like? trying to, like, amp them up, yes. like, hype them up. So you're, like, screaming at Peyton, like,
2: Go, Peyton! Uh, eh, not me.
1: Okay, but, but people th- around him. I would say, him?
2: like, as far as the community goes, like, powerlifting is kind of like track in the way that everyone pals around and roots for each other. So, like, when somebody's going for a state record, which, by the <laughs> way, at this meet,
0: White state River, records... Sorry, White, I'm sorry. White River High School is in Buckley. Where the
1: heck's Buckley? It's uh, Iowa. That didn't help it's us right us around at all. the corner, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right next to us in Iowa. You said Buckley, like I was supposed to know where that is. That it's helps up north.
0: Not. It's uh, it's up north, like way east of Tacoma.
1: Up okay, north, way east
0: north of, of us, us, way east of Tacoma. Okay,
1: what the heck does that mean? That so doesn't just, narrow it just, down either,
0: just south of Enumclaw.
1: There we go. That helps a little bit. Okay. Okay. I,
0: that does kind of narrow it down. Yeah. East there we of go. Tacoma. Well, we've learned that I'm not good at geography, so I'm not going to be able to help here. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, but the com- of state, the community aspect of it, with all these state records that went down, I felt like they were announcing. They would announce over the PA system every time somebody was going for a state record. Nice. And so then everybody kind of stops and then watches them do it and cheers for them. And when someone's cheering for someone to get a state record, it's not just, like, the kids that are in these weight classes, they've been to meets together, they know each other, when you're in the same weight class, you all live together. So you're not, even, you're not even with your own team as much as you are with the guys in your weight class. Okay. So they're crowding around each other. They're the ones who are cheering and hyping each other up. So there'll be somebody going for a state record and there could be five different schools that are all like crowded around behind them cheering for them. That's pretty so cool. So that part of it is awesome. Like you get that community sense where... Um, and like I was trying to explain to my, my nephew also is like powerlifting, while it is a competition against others it's much more of a competition against yourself. Yes. It's about where you started and where you can get to. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you want a place, like you want to be first, and that's cool if you can be first, but the more important thing is if you started at 1,000 pounds, you want to get to 1,200. You know, so like, you're really competing against yourself and people are have the realistic expectations instilled in them of, of what can I achieve. Um, so that part of it's really cool. This was by far and away the most Eventful powerlifting meet I've ever been to. Nice. Some of them can really drag on. Some of them are very poorly run. Of all the ones I've been to, the ones in Shelton are... Like, there's never going to be a perfect one. Yeah. They're pretty... They, they know what they're doing there. You know, they have a good facility. They have the right kind of mats. They have the right kind of equipment. They have a separate weight room that the the lifters can warm up in the weight room before they come out and do their lifts on the main oh, mat. Nice. That makes okay. things go a lot quicker. Yeah. Um so I think, you know, Shelton High School in general I've been pretty impressed. Also they have this really cool kiosk thing in the lobby of their gym. Dude, you were telling us about this. This is awesome. It shows like it, all of their high school records, every state champion. It's like you you it's a touch screen so you can touch what you want to go search and you can find things that happened in the 1940s. I think I sent you guys a picture of a guy who was the discus state champion yeah. in 1940. It was the most obscure thing I could find, but it's really cool.
1: Yes. And got to take a lot of work to to do this? For sure. But so worth it once yeah. you get it finished.
2: And it was it was big too. I don't know if you could tell from the picture, but like not at all. The kiosk was like Probably at least three feet wide and, oh, nice. and two and a half feet high. For all I knew, it was
1: like a tablet. No,
2: it was big. It was like a more like a TV, like a scr- TV screen up on a podium. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, uh, it was we had several state champions locally. Um, from Montesano, Hannah, Hannah Bruland won her um, her weight class. There we go. Um, Anthony, I'm gonna say the name wrong. It's either Moa or Mawa.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, he won. I think he's in the 123 pound weight class for boys. Um, he won the title. There was a kid from Elma that I don't know and I hadn't seen before, and I feel bad for not remembering his name. But he won the 198-pound weight class nice. for boys. And then Iris Singleton from Aberdeen won the uh, 148 class for girls. There's three lifts. For people who don't know how it works, there's three lifts in powerlifting. It's pretty simple. You get three different. You get three tries on three lifts. And whatever your highest weight you achieve is, that's your score. And Iris broke the state record for her weight class in all three lifts, <laughs> which by extension means she also broke the overall record, because obviously if she broke the record in all yeah. three lifts, she gets the overall record. Dang. She literally broke all the records. That's awesome. That were possible for her to break <laughs> on that day. That's so awesome. It was incredible, and also I was told that
1: um, and by the way, the three lifts are bench, squat, and deadlift. Yes. Right. Okay. Yep.
2: And uh, I was told also, though I can't confirm, I'd have to go back and look at the records that she won every 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 meet that she was at this year. She won. Wow. Which makes sense. Yeah. And it culminated in her, uh, I believe, in her senior year, breaking all the state records in powerlifting. Such a beastly performance, and I, it is a is a rare occasion in Daniel. It's one that. I wish you had been there with me Yeah, because you're much better. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't, I didn't mean it was a rare occasion that I wish Daniel was with me. It was a rare occasion that I went to a sporting event and felt like I needed to go up to uh, an athlete afterwards, not knowing them at all. Right. Having never met them before and say, Hey, congratulations. You did a great job. Can I take a picture to put it on our socials? And you are so much better at those things than I am because I'm socially awkward. So, I had to take my wife with
1: me. It makes it no less awkward. I'm like, hey, (laughs) especially a female athlete that I've never met before. Can I take a picture of you? For reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird every time. But
2: it was like I felt compelled that, man, if I don't, especially since powerlifting is kind of an off the radar thing, Mm -hmm. a lot of the other meets don't even hit the paper until like a week or a week and a half. Yeah. After the meet is over. Yeah. And I felt like Iris needed... To have a platform to be recognized because what she achieved was so incredible. Amazing. Um, The Montecino girls as a team took third place in state. Okay. The boys didn't place, but they were just out of, they were really close to being in third. They were missing three of their regular lifters um, who typically place at meets. Okay. So had they had a full team there that they probably would have gotten on the podium as well.
1: And I was talking to Peyton this morning, and he said his weight class was like crazy close. What I learned. I think he said he took fifth and. He took sixth. Sixth, and what separated him from first was like a total of 15 or 20 pounds.
2: What separated him from second?
1: Okay. Because the kid that took first was ridiculous. His name's
2: Jack Sandy. He's from (laughs) Stanwood. Get out of here, Jack. That guy. Sandy. He's so good. (laughs) Like, he's been crushing everybody all year. Um, He was the state deadlift record holder Whoa. um for his weight class which 185 the what I've learned in in powerlifting is like uh 165 181 and and uh 198 like the highest volume of really good lifters are in those weight classes which I guess are the most common weight classes you go up there's 220 there's 240 and then there's unlimited right so Peyton's total.
1: Unlimited. Exactly. Right.
2: Thank you. Um, <laughs> Peyton's total, which put him in sixth in his 181 weight class, would have been fourth at 220, fourth at Whoa. 240, and fifth at unlimited. Whoa. Because the lifters, the best lifters in those weight classes would crush everyone. Right. But they don't have the depth of lifters gotcha. there. Okay. So I was like, Peyton, you should have just you should have lifted in 240, <laughs> and you could have taken fourth place. Like, why? What are you doing? Um, but yeah, so the, the, it was it was fun. It was eventful. Um, there was they said for the first time ever there was a tie for second place, huh. which there's ties in points all the time, but they break it with who has a lighter weight.
1: But they are the same. But weight. But they
2: were the exact same weight to the decimal.
1: Nice. That's and so
2: awesome. <laughs> the guy was like, they, there was a really weird part in the podiums where they're like, hey, so-and-so and so-and-so, can you come meet us at the table? And they stopped everything. And everybody's like, what's going on? Like, are these kids getting like PED tests or what's <laughs> happening? And then they come out and the guy's like, for the first time ever, there's an actual tie that we can't break for second place. I only have one silver medal and only one spot that says two on the podium so these guys are going to get down on their bellies and arm wrestle <laughs> and whoever wins arm wrestling gets second place and the kids agreed to it are you serious? <laughs> so they got down and they arm wrestled for second place who won? Um, this kid from I don't know <laughs> River Ridge or something
1: oh, tell me it wasn't River Ridge I think it was you know and I he like beat the kid
2: from Shelton that I've been rooting for uh, because I like the way he carries himself dang it yeah, and he's got a he's got a dope mustache too. Damn, His name's Ridge. like Carter, Carter something. The
1: kid you like is named Carter yeah. something. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of Carters in Elma. Yeah, no, Ever that's true.
2: That? Yeah, yeah, Carter first name or last name. Yeah.
1: But, uh, anyway, anyway, so th- there was
2: that um, a Montesano athlete um, passed out. Had to be taken out in an ambulance. Like during during. No, I, well, she she had first passed out during a lift, but then she was fine. And then a- that happens
1: sometimes. After like that's lift,
2: a that's a fairly normal. After she was completely done lifting, when they were watching the other lifters, she passed out again. Oh, is she okay? She ended up having to leave in an ambulance, but then she was back within an hour for podiums, and oh. Oh. she ended up taking fifth place in her. Oh her weight class. Good, good. So she was there to be on the podium. Oh, that's scary though. Um, But that was... So that was interesting too because... So her boyfriend is another one of the lifters. He lifts in the 198 weight class. When she passed out, his his, um, weight class was lifting deadlift. Oh, So he was back and forth between being with her going to deadlift, being with her going oh to deadlift. Oh my gosh. Then, hold on, this is going to sound like I made this up because this story is so crazy. <laughs> okay.
1: When she finally got taken away in the I ambulance. I had no idea that when I wrote down Justin weightlifting stuff. Crazy. this would be this interesting.
2: Crazy. She got taken away in the ambulance. Yeah. He went back over, broke the state deadlift record. Yeah, he did. And then it was immediately thereafter broken oh. by that kid from Elma. Oh, darn it. <laughs>
1: That's is nuts. that crazy that's
2: nuts. it sounds like I've made up this whole story
1: who's the kid who broke the record and then immediately had it broken uh, his
2: name's Will Wallstrom okay and then he ended up like he's in the 198 weight class and he pulled awesome numbers I think he ended up at like 1150 yeah he, he like hit every goal that he had set for the meet but his there's such beasts in the 198 weight class he took like fourth
1: that's crazy
2: but but he was incredible
1: yeah that's awesome whew It's a roller
2: coaster. I feel like something else. Oh, I know what else happened. I gotta (laughs) tell you about. Last story from the powerlifting meet. There's a kid from Olympia. I doubt it. There's a kid from Olympia in Peyton's weight class.
1: All right. So the 181 weight class.
2: Who broke the record for bench press with his opener, and then broke it again with his second lift, and then broke his own record the second time in one day with his third lift at 285.
1: Dang. That kid. Impressive.
2: Yeah. There's another kid from Olympia who was uh, on the deadlift. He has... His his motion is kind of jerky. Yeah. And there's a rule in deadlift where if you hitch, like any kind of downward motion, it eliminates
1: the lift. Okay, so, so you his, have to... You can't go up a little bit, go down, and then go up more? And then you get a red flag. Okay. And his first deadlift,
2: it was really close, but they told him, no, you, did, you hitched. His third one... He went to do it. I thought watching it, like he I'll admit he has a jerky motion. I didn't think he hitched, I thought he kept the weight moving upwards the whole time. Yeah. Uh the judge gives him the red flag. Ugh. He immediately looks at he like looks at him like, Oh gosh, dude, seriously? Like you're gonna you're gonna fault me for that. And then he goes over to his dad, yeah, gets the video. Takes it to the meat director. Uh, there you go. And gets it overturned. Yes. In real time. And then his lift counted. That's awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. That's great.
1: Yeah. That's why parents videotape your kids' sporting events. Exactly.
2: Also, I thought that the judge that was. Also, hold the camera still.
1: And they're all volunteers,
2: <laughs> so I don't want to, like, you know, criticize these yeah, people. No, it wasn't this, their fault. Of all the different uh, places, this guy was the harshest one. And also, he was holding his flag up in a really annoying way. <laughs> like, I was looking around, this, these are the things that make me annoyed. It's, it's so stupid, and I'll acknowledge that it's stupid, but as it's happening, I'm watching this guy, and they're flags. They're little flags. There's yeah. a green one, a red one, and they use an the orange one for something. Yeah. But I only really usually hold up green and red. Okay. This guy kept holding it up where the stick was sideways. He'd have it, like, in his fingertips, stick sideways, flag hanging down. Okay. And I was like, I was watching it over and over again that's going, weird. that's a weird way to hold up a flag. Yeah, I don't like so it. So I started watching all the other judges, every single other judge and every every station has three judges. Okay. Every judge is holding the flag straight up like a flag is supposed to be held. Right. So I'm leaning over to my wife and I'm going, what is wrong with this guy? He's the <laughs> only one who's holding his flag up sideways. And then it got to the <laughs> point where every time he held his flag up, I was going, Oh. <laughs> and She's like, you gotta let it go. Like, what's wrong with you? This is not
0: a big deal.
1: He's <laughs> ah, yeah, doing it wrong. Last story. That's oh right. boy. I think it's time after that lovely description. <laughs> Angel is confirming
0: statement. that Justin was irrationally upset about this.
1: <laughs> I think it's rational. She also
0: said, the mustachioed fella.
1: Oh, Carter like Whitney. The Carter Whitney. From
0: Shelton. That's a kid
1: I root for. The mustachioed fella. Yeah, he's got a dope mustache. Feller. It says feller. All right, now for a complete disaster of a local sports roundup that Daniel did because Justin was busy at said state powerlifting tournament.
2: The Montesano Bulldogs split a doubleheader against Tonino on Tuesday. Which sport is this?
0: Uh, Baseball or softball? Baseball. (laughs) An eight to six victory
2: in the nightcap.
0: This is baseball.
2: With an 8-6 victory in the nightcap, the Bulldogs claimed the 1A Evergreen League Championship. Oh yeah, I watched this as it was happening. There you I posted go. posted about it. Yep. And the number one seed entering next week's district tournament. Skyler Bovee picked up a win allowing one unearned run on two hits with a strikeout in two innings of relief. There was a really cool quote actually from Skyler. I love that quote. uh, In the daily world. After managing just five hits in the first game, Montesano totaled nine base hits in game two, led by Josh Wills, three for four, two doubles, a run, and two RSBI, and Caleb Ames, who was two for two with a double, a triple, two runs, and an RBI. Uh, Montesano will enter the 1A District 4 playoffs as the Evergreen 1A League's number one seed and will host the Trico number four in a first round game tentatively scheduled for 6pm Monday at Olympic Stadium in Hoquiam, subject to change
1: but that stadium's great. Anyway, Elma locked up third place in the 1A Evergreen League with a 10-2 shellacking of Schmeatonville in the first game of a doubleheader on Tuesday. In Eatonville, Elma earned the twin bill sweep. Is this baseball or softball? It's baseball still. (laughs) With a 10-0, but I'll use the nil anyway, went over (laughs) Schmeatonville in the nightcap. Go Eags. Yes
2: a prodigious offensive <laughs> output combined with a shutdown pitching performance um, led to Aberdeen defeating Black Hills 8-2 to on Tuesday I in I can't remember what
1: sport this I is I think
2: this is softball
1: It's yeah,
2: on Tuesday in Tumwater <laughs> the Bobcats who are 9-7 overall and 6-3 and in league play pounded 19 hits including 7 for extra bases That's and had a lot. 6 players record multi-hit games en route to the victory <laughs> en route to the victory <laughs> Aberdeen scored at least one run in all but the top of the third inning and were paced by Alyssa Jakovic with three hits including a triple, a run and an RBI, Zoe Vesey 3 for 4 with a double and two RSBI, and Abby Mineo 3, three for 4, double, two runs, two RBI. Laney Jakovic added two doubles for the Bobcats.
1: Montesano won its third straight game by easily handling... Easily, not easily. Easily handling... Which sport is this? This is also fast, bitch. Okay. <laughs> handling winless <laughs> Eatonville 11-1 in five innings on Tuesday in Montesano. The Bulldogs scored a run in the bottom of the second and erupted for seven in the third, highlighted by Kayla Hatton's run-scoring triple, followed by an RBI double from Alyssa Maldonado.
2: Hoquiam continued to look like a top contender for the district title nice after trouncing to 9 in softball, 12-0 <laughs> in five innings on Tuesday in Hoquiam. The Grizzlies remained undefeated in league play with 14 hits, 7 for extra bases. That's a deja vu. Did we just read one? It was
1: what? really close. It was 19 Crazy. hits and 7 extra bases Sockers. in a money game. Also, it's to Schleimo.
2: While pitcher Katie Sauer <laughs> tossed a shutout on 5 hits with 8 strikeouts, Five Grizzlies had at least two hits in the game with Ella Folkers and Ashlyn Cady recording two doubles each.
1: Aberdeen continued its season-long dominance over opponents with a... Oh, thank you two to nil victory over centralia on tuesday in centralia the bobcats who are 15-0 and 12-0 in evergreen 1a league play or evergreen excuse me that's a typo not by me evergreen 2a league play completed a perfect league season and recorded their 11th shutout of the 2023 campaign with a goal in each half by junior forward elmer torres who's been on a tear all season
2: It's been a topsy-turvy week in the race (laughs) for the top spot in the 2A Evergreen League in a sport. It's softball. Softball, and the Aberdeen Bobcats have found themselves in the thick of it. Aberdeen is 7-3 in league play and were in danger of falling out of third place just a few short days ago. Now they're tied for first after a 14-4 victory over Shelton on Wednesday, after a loss to Tumwater at home on Monday. Aberdeen has two straight games in 48 hours and combined with recent WF West and Tumwater losses finds itself in a first place tie with the T-Birds. Aberdeen and Tumwater are tied with identical 7-3 league records.
1: I found it funny that they had to put identical 7-3. It'd be really hard to have both 7-3 league records without it being identical.
2: Tumwater holds the tiebreaker <laughs> winning two of three games this season <laughs> against Aberdeen.
1: Sorry, editorial note there. <laughs> Elmas Gibson Cade did his best Shohei Otani impression in an 18-6 victory over Napa Vine on Wednesday in Napa Vine in did baseball by the way. Did you write that lead? I did not. Oh, that's I did lead. not. That was a good lead. Kane led the Eagles on the bump, not the bum, on the bump at the plate, and at the plate, smashing a two-run dinger while di- driving in five runs and picking up the win, allowing three earned runs in three innings pitched.
2: Monty FC captured a 7-2, that's soccer in case you didn't know, yep. captured a 7-2 to two victory over take that, Center <laughs> on Saturday to advance to round two. Felix Romero, maybe athlete of the week, had a hat trick. Mateo Sanchez had two goals as well, and Levi Clements added two for the Bobcats.
1: I've really lucked out that you have had like all of the ones where it only says <laughs> the first or last name. You've nailed it every time. Monastenos Haley Blankus took medalist honors to lead the Bulldogs to a 208 to 211 victory over La Center. <laughs> Take that, La Center. On Thursday at Lewis River Golf Course in Woodland, Blankus shot a nine hole round of 36. Get out of here, Blankus. That's awesome. I shoot 36 in three holes. <laughs> Me too. Maggie Kupka, 55. Jesse Lalande, 58. And Audrey Dorman, 59, rounded out Monty's top four. Blankus also finished fifth place overall with an 18 hole round of 75 at the Kitsap Invitational on Tuesday in Bremerton, which had top players from 4A all the way down. Just crazy.
2: Elma ended its league schedule in a sport in fine fashion with a 9 8 walk off win over Tenino on Friday in Montesano. Ha <laughs> ha! The
1: yeah, the Eagles won their fifth straight game after third baseman Gibson Kane drove in. That nah, I think this is the same game. Sorry, I did not type that well.
2: We also didn't say what sport yet. Yeah, it's
1: still baseball. <laughs> uh, again, baseball. The almost Elma, Elma Eagles played a lot of baseball this week. They drove he drove in TJ Dunlap in the bottom of the seventh. Cappy came by front frame to complete a rousing come from behind victory in the league finale. Gibson Kane had three hits, including a walk-off single, to lead the Eagles to a 9-8 victory over To Schlimo on Friday in Aberdeen. Gibson Kane, definitely an Athlete of the Week nomination there as well. That will do it for our local sports roundup. We've got more to get to after a commercial break coming up, including our Olypen Real Estate Athlete of the Week and a player back in the professional football ranks. Right? At Pen Real Estate, we have solidified our foundation on four core values. First, we continuously focus on growing our knowledge in the market and in our practices to bring the highest level of competency to our clients. Second, we provide a high level of integrity, compassion, and kindness in every aspect of our business. Third, we put the human element above business through humor, enthusiasm, and patience. And last but not least, we proactively respond to the needs of our clients. Our mission is to create a personal real estate experience, one person and one home at a time. With OliPin, it's personal.
2: You are listening to The Scrimmage. I am Justin Domasiewicz, Daniel Hargrove, my co-host here with me, as well as our trusty producer, Andrew Gross. We are brought to you by Pen Real Estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Damashevitz. Want to give one little shout-out that didn't make it into the local sports roundup, but Acosta's Jesse Gilbert. And if you've been following our show, you've been hearing about Jesse quite a bit this season. She is a beast at the plate. She strikes out lots of people, more than a normal person would be able to in any scenario. Uh, but Jesse actually broke... This is still during regular season. Like, there was still more games to go. She broke Acosta's school record for strikeouts in a season with 183. I think this was on Monday. might have been on Tuesday. It was early in the week. They actually they did play a couple more games against Chief Leshy. They played a doubleheader against Chief Leshy later in the week. But Jesse didn't pitch. Um, I think because... I was going
1: to say, I didn't see anything in the... Because I looked from, like, Wednesday on. I yeah, think. no... By the, the way, thank you to the Daily World because that was all from them yeah
2: and then <laughs> in the middle of the roundup you blamed them for a typo and for another bad thing that happened editorializing it yeah i'm
1: sorry that was bad form by me
2: <laughs> sometimes when you make a mistake you just lash out like it, just, yeah. it happens yep uh, there's one. but yeah i was just i was just mentioning jesse gilbert daniel did you see that she broke the school record for strikeouts i, I
1: did see that i commented on her post and okay. i'm still not sure she's real
2: either a cyborg or possibly a made-up person. Yeah. At this point, it, like, the charade, if she's made up, has been going on for quite a while.
1: It's impressive.
2: So I think I'm the, the further we get into this season, the more I'm thinking she might be real. Like, by the time playoffs roll around, it would be impossible to make
1: her up. I feel really bad that I forgot to mention her in the local sports roundup. You
2: shouldn't feel bad because I'm mentioning her now. Okay, good. Um, so she broke the strikeout record, and then they did play a doubleheader later in the week against Chief Lesheye. Chief Lesheye was winless.
1: So they didn't even pitch her. They didn't
2: pitch her, but she did bat, and she did really well. She was like... Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: weird. I want to yeah. say,
2: this wasn't in the Daily World. I found it on Max Preps, but I think she was like five for six over the two games with three <laughs> extra base hits and of like course. four RBIs or something like that. Um, and they won both of those games really easily. So Jesse Gilbert, again, I'll throw that in there. Um, I, I think as we're looking at Athlete of the Week, so we've got a couple that we mentioned. I, I think breaking a school record for strikeouts gets you a nomination. Absolutely. So Jesse Gilbert's got to be in there. Yep. Iris Singleton's got to be in there, yep. breaking all the powerlifting records.
1: Gibson Kane had a really nice week. Yeah, uh, he had a walk off. He pitched excellently in at least two different games. I feel like, and uh, yeah, he had a great he had a great week, right?
2: But and then and then I, we got I, Felix Romero, yeah, for Montesano, who scored a hat trick in a playoff game, yeah, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. So there's there's a few different ways we can go, and so and I don't know how how this affects it to you. Like a couple of these kids. With Jesse early in the week when she broke the strikeout record, we put out a social media post to yeah. say, "Hey, congratulations! Great job!" Yeah. When Iris won lifter of the meet and broke all the records yesterday, um, not I, gonna
1: lie, I was a little disappointed that you already put out a social media post yeah. for her because I was like, "Aren't we gonna give her athlete of the week? She I, just broke every record." I considered state record. Yeah.
0: That's not a school record.
1: State record.
0: State record. I considered waiting
2: because I thought, okay, well, if... I mean, she's a shoe in for Athlete of the Week. Right. But then I thought, like...
1: What if Jesse Gilbert does something stupid?
2: I thought, (laughs) (laughs) number one, I want this information to be out there as quickly as possible. Gotcha. Because the more time goes by, the less people are going to be interested in what just happened.
1: That checks out.
2: And number two, I was like, I was just so excited... Yeah. At what I just saw. Like I was so excited about what she accomplished yeah. that I was like, No, I want to get this girl the recognition right now instead of having to wait for it. So I I put that post up. That doesn't mean she can't be athlete of the week. She could still be athlete of the week.
1: Okay, good, because that's where my vote is. Okay. Like sorry to the other people we're talking about right now, but she broke four straight records in one fell swoop. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome.
0: Like like that. She's the best power lifter that has, the
1: state has ever had at
0: that weight class.
1: Without a doubt. Like, yeah. you can't make an argument, right? Well, I, anybody else?
2: <laughs> I think that the fact that she's one female lifter of the meet all year also indicates that she's the best female power lifter in the state across all weight classes. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's sort yeah. of a pound-by-pound thing. So she's in the 148 class, which is... Like for girls, that's kind of mid-sized, but it's on the smaller side. Um, but like they take that into consideration. Like they're not going, you know, her weight total against, you know, the heaviest weight class. Yeah. And I don't know actually if the lifter of the meat is a pound-for-pound like mathematical calculation. Okay. Or if they have like people that combine to say, hey, who did the best? And then they go with that. Um, but the fact that she's just been meat lifter of the meat all year. Makes me think that she literally is the best female powerlifter in high school in our state, and in her weight class, she just broke all the records, yeah,
0: which is awesome
1: it's, yeah it's it's so awesome like I, I'm sorry I can't, I can't think of a d- better person to vote for for athlete of the week this week
2: my My secondary was going
1: to be Felix great week because
2: I
0: think
1: he did he have two hat tricks this week?
2: Hmm, good question. I I'd think, have to go back and look.
1: I think he might have had a hat trick earlier on in I the I remember
2: somebody mentioning three some points being scored in something, but it didn't say which sport it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've been downplaying it the whole time. Come on. Um, I
2: would love to give a nod to Felix Romero because... This is a kid who I think throughout the course of this season probably could have been Athlete of the Week a couple of times. Yeah. But it's really tough when... Like, he's in districts, and Iris was at state. Yeah. And she proved that she's the best at state. Yeah. So even though I think, like, what Felix did was awesome, and he deserves to be Athlete of the Week at some point because he's been so great this year, I would also, like you lean towards iris because what she accomplished on what she accomplished yesterday on saturday at the state meet in shelton was just so incredible
1: absolutely yeah Uh, iris singleton without further with any objections no iris singleton is our only pen real estate athlete of the week that was an emphatic no from andrew Four state records. I was a little
0: bit surprised that you were listing all of these other accomplishments.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in
0: all honesty, because it they're all accomplishments that fall far short of being the best in the state. Yes. Ever. Absolutely. Like, that's just, that's another level. It's it, really impressive.
1: It really is. I'm super excited for Iris. and. But I like Felix, though.
0: They're they're all awesome athletes (laughs) who
2: are doing good things. Can we just give it to a bulldog? No. Let let me give it to a bulldog. Stop it. Montesano is really underrepresented on this show. Justin, stop it. Almost criminally.
1: Justin, stop it. Okay. (laughs) Iris Singleton is our Olypen Real Estate Athlete of the Week. Thank you to Olypen Real Estate for sponsoring this segment. We are very grateful for that. Justin... We've done two commercials already, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, one of our boys is back playing professional football. Yeah. Friend of the show. Yeah. Joel Deblanco. Yeah. Playing for the USFL, the Philadelphia Stars? He got a sack. He got a sack. Uh, I'm looking up some of his other stats here. Five tackles, I think. And I Wait, how are
2: you looking up his stats if you uh, didn't know what team he
1: plays for? Uh, I just looked up Joel Deblanco USFL. Oh. Oh, there we go. It is Number the Philadelphia 40, Stars. Philadelphia <laughs> Stars. There it is. Uh, it shows him with five tackles, and I heard from a fairly reliable source that he was picked up on the team. Like, a
0: fairly reliable source. Okay, it was
1: his dad. <laughs> Seems
0: reliable.
1: It was like five, five or four days before the game was, and they were like, yeah, he got into town today, and he's expected to start. Nice. <laughs> and apparently he started had a great game. So, Sweet. This sack ex- is awesome. Can I? Okay, I couldn't find the video. Can you yes. show it yeah. again? Yeah, yeah. he's uh,
2: he just kind of like he blitzes up the middle. A guy comes over to try to block him, but he's not fast enough. So Joel just blows right past him,
0: and he gets the quarterback in his grasp.
1: See, this is the type of thing that shows to me he's
0: he's, gonna... he's too. He's... Justin, next time, yeah. just turn it around and show Daniel across the table so that the camera can see it too.
1: Oh, he's too good for this <laughs> level of football. Yeah. He's too good for the XFL, even though he didn't get a shot. Well, maybe tell that story another time. And now he's in the USFL just thumping people.
2: Like, especially on that play, it looked like that that running back was supposed to get over and make that block, and he just physically
0: couldn't. Yeah. Because Joel was too
1: fast. Or maybe he had that hesitation that (laughs) I would have in the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Where he's like, like,
0: I want to play again someday.
1: Yeah. He's like, ah! Or, he, see Andrew you took it a next step you were like I want to play him someday my reaction would have been like
0: ah! <laughs> no thought yeah so he looked
1: He
2: looked into the defensive midfield at Joel Deblanco and he was like that guy's huge there's no way he's fast
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he was by him already
2: yeah I think where'd who go
1: where'd who go
2: I think Joel uh, first of all Like, he was going to be an XFL star. Yes. Like, he was going to be one of the best players in the XFL.
1: Yep, he was slated to be their starting linebacker.
2: Exactly. And a team captain. And again, like Daniel said, maybe that's a story that we get to tell another day. For now, we're going to let it go. And we know that he's signed with a USFL team. Yep. He could have played in the CFL. Like, he, he... is certainly good enough, but also there were conversations happening and offers like he could have gone to the CFL had he chosen that path. He's, he's
1: in a really interesting spot, right? Yeah, now, because right? he's
2: he's he's too good for those leagues. Yep, he'll be great in those leagues. Yep, but he also was in a weird position in the NFL where he he couldn't quite like find a home. Yeah, despite the fact that he has all the physical capabilities, he has all the leadership capabilities. Like he has everything that you want. Especially for somebody who's going to be a practice squad guy or a special teams guy. Like, yep. he's
1: everything you want. Exactly.
2: So, why wouldn't he get a shot in the NFL? But he's like, he's, it's almost like he's just off the radar yeah. for some reason. Just like,
1: just on the, like, yeah.
0: he's like one spot away.
1: Yeah. It feels like... And
0: if he dominates in the USFL, then he will definitely yeah, and, improve that.
1: And it's, he's got a time, he, he has a chance right now to put up some film. And that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you didn't get invited to what? What camp is going on right now? Is there a camp going on right it's, now, or is that in a couple weeks? Isn't it for the rookies? Yeah, is there a I rookie think camp it's going an, on I think right it's now?
0: About to go on. Yeah.
1: So who knows? Maybe he gets it pulled onto a roster
2: in preseason. Because I heard a story that Anthony Richardson and Josh Downs, who are two players that got drafted to the Colts, uh, you know who Anthony Richardson
1: is obviously. Obviously, he's the Josh new champion
2: is a wide receiver from north carolina it's awesome
1: yeah and he's like this guy can't throw a pass to save his life is that what he said no they went to
2: (laughs) they went to rookie camp and it started the following day but they got in the same day and they were like we can't wait until tomorrow so they played catch in the parking lot at the hotel the night before (laughs) rookie camp nice and that story was kind of put out there so that's how i know rookie camps have already started gotcha
1: Yeah, so rookie camps are going on right now. Rookie
0: minicamps are May 5th through 8 or May 12th through 15. Today's 7.
1: Depending on the team. So we know Joel's been in and around the Seahawks. I mean, he played in the preseason for the Seahawks. We we have it on good authority from multiple sources that multiple Seahawks players like Joel. We've seen social media posts by the Seahawks. Highlighting Joel's accomplishments, a <laughs> while he played for them, and highlighting his stats that he had, they had a whole social media post about Joel, and then also there's other posts where he's like hanging out with the guys at Top Golf. We know that people like him there. It's he's like, I also believe he's a takeaway as he's a side a note. Away.
2: I also believe that there's a real possibility that he could have gotten onto the Seahawks roster last year,
1: but. But they decided they to go better, with two middle linebackers, and n- one of them sucked.
2: No, they were better than they thought they were going to be, mm. and so like they signed a veteran middle. Li- mm. They signed a veteran inside linebacker right. to fill that spot, or, you know, a little past midway through the year. Instead of a instead of bringing up a guy to develop because right. they knew that they had a shot at the playoffs, I can't confirm that, but it is something. It's definitely a possibility I've thought of. Right. That Joel, as a guy who I know has had communication with you know Seahawks coaches yep. and that they've publicly said that they like him yep that he ha- he would have had a shot to get onto that roster at some point last season but then they just ended up being good yep. when they thought Gino was going to throw the ball into the ground and he was actually <laughs> throwing it into the
0: end zone <laughs> No, Who Justin. Would have they were very clear that they believed in Gino. Sure, uh, yeah. It. How bad did we get that wrong? Like we were so wrong
2: on Gino last year. So wrong. <laughs> I mean, mostly you, but me too. Yeah, Andrew, a little bit. <laughs> I
0: did. I did win the. Uh, I was the most accurate in predicting the. The, that's true. The record. the record,
1: you're right. I said they were going to win def- like three games. I yeah. definitely
0: price a right you guys, but I won, which is the important part.
1: Exactly. True. I think that's going to do it for our
2: show today. Wait, I got one thing. Oh. Mailbag.
1: Oh. Oh. Hey, oh. The mailbag. Yes, send the mailbag. us your stuff. Send, send us your stuff in,
2: in a mailbag. Bag. It's kind of an AITA sort of a question.
1: AITA?
2: Or well, I call it AITJ. F- Artificial F- intelligence. I, am I the jackass? Am I the
1: jerk? Oh, am I the jerk? Because we, we
2: try not to curse on this show. Dang it, Andrew! But on the Levitard show, <laughs> no, well, they did, do this I, thing I, like without. <laughs> they throw a scenario out and they say, "Is this guy a jerk or an irredeemable jerk?" So oh. those are the only two options. No. Okay. Oh, so I, like I have this. a scenario for you. Irredeemable. Fully hypothetical, <laughs> but might be based on something that
1: happened. Okay. Was it something that to happened a friend today? Because I thought it was pretty funny today.
2: So Francis sent, the, sent this scenario to me. Which thing was funny today? <laughs> Nothing.
1: What? <laughs> I sent you a message during church. Oh. Right. That's, not, that's, very, an irredeemable,
2: that's not very adult of yeah. you. Irredeemable jerk.
1: It, it was yeah. both not very adult of me and also irredeemable. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Moving on. Here's the scenario <laughs> that Francis sent. Okay. A coworker. Also irredeemable. <laughs> <laughs> a co-worker lobbies management for a personalized slash assigned parking spot What? For a con- confirmed irredeemable jerk just so that he or she can receive one as well. Okay. In doing so, <laughs> he has now taken a long time parking space away from another irredeemable jerk. What? We'll call the offending person Blarence Bloyer. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of anonymity, and he can't wait to hear our answers. What's
1: you want me to question? tell you
2: what actually happened?
1: What's the question? I didn't hear a
2: question in there. So, at this hypothetical workplace, all I heard was hypothetical.
0: Just listen, Dave. All I heard was <laughs> hypothetically
1: somebody did something. I didn't hear a question what, surrounding it.
0: The question is stated in the beginning. Are they? Are they a jerk?
1: Oh yes, yeah. or an irredeemable jerk. Okay, so gotcha. Thank you, Andrew. I forgot about the first part.
0: This person. You forgot about the name of the segment.
2: In this hypothetical scenario, which I changed, I think. Right. Right. I said one, and then I
1: changed it to something else. Yeah. I thought the name of the segment was Mailbag. I'm so far (laughs) confused.
2: In this scenario, this hypothetical workplace has very limited parking on property, and everyone else has to park in adjacent lots. Okay.
0: It's always (laughs) open when I get there, which is very annoying. It's like nobody parked anywhere. No, it's a hypothetical. hypothetical Andrew, Andrew, hypothetical. (laughs) It's a hypothetical workplace.
2: (laughs) And in this very limited parking space, there are a handful of the highest seniority people who work there who have an assigned spot. And they're actually assigned. It's not just
0: like,
1: hey, what are you doing parking in my spot? Their name is on a sign in front of the spot. Okay, because one time I filled in for somebody in the morning show and I parked somewhere randomly and the the other person on the other morning show came in and was like, what the F are you doing in my spot? And I was like... (laughs) I
0: had to park like five feet
1: over the other direction i'm sorry so how dare you yeah i know
0: hypothetically speaking yes irredeem- irredeemable <laughs> someone who would
2: look at that scenario and they are two spots out of in seniority of having one of those spots okay so they lobby management right for the person ahead of them to have a spot so that they can also have a spot so, so then two what, more are people... are they
1: just going to make more spots? Two, I don't understand. No, the spots are make there, they're assigns. just not assigned. Oh,
2: I gotcha. And they also happen to be the parking spots that a hypothetical person that you know parks in every day.
1: Gotcha. All right.
2: So now those
1: spots... But instead of those being, like, up for first come, first serve, they're going to be assigned. Yeah, they are.
2: Yeah. Officially. So that hypothetical person who you may know kind of threw a fit when they were at work the other day because they had to go way down and park in the gravel and their shoes got all muddy and it was yucky sounds terrible so like someone we know that hypothetical person blamed blarence bloyer for that parking situation and then threat texted him threateningly for two days until (laughs) he conceded that okay when i'm on vacation you can have my spot Who's the jerk in this scenario?
1: Blarence? I'm
0: parking in Blarence's spot when he's on vacation. (laughs) I will punch you. (laughs) I mean, hypothetical person who you may know
1: (laughs) will punch you. Andrew (laughs) Schmoes. is going to get paid by by Mustin (laughs) Mambashevich.
2: Dude, actually, hold on a second. I got to pull up a picture. When I was at the powerlifting meet... I was on the powerlifting meet yesterday and my wife pointed down at the bottom of the bleachers and he's like she was like sorry not he (laughs) she was like you gotta read the name that's on the back of this person's sweatshirt and it's a combination of my son's name and our last name okay it's Makovitz and it's spelled the same way that the end (laughs) of my name is for the camera I don't know if the camera can see that that's awesome
1: Makovitz
0: Makovitz I love Is it. that not Mishevitz?
1: Also, I feel like. I think like it's a K. It, oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's got a little hitch in the middle of it. So it's. Oh, okay.
1: By the way, I'm not sure if your younger son likes me because today at church I was like, hey, Mac, <laughs> when does summer uh, ball start? And he was like, I don't know. Peyton would know that. And then he pointed <laughs> to Peyton and then Mac, like, left. <laughs> I and I he- was like, eh, okay. I'll talk to Peyton again.
2: <laughs> at any given moment
1: (laughs) mac was like i don't want to talk to you
2: (laughs) he's in the teen phase where he's either debilitatingly tired or debilitatingly
1: hungry uh that checks out yeah and (laughs) And usually right after church is both
2: he was not thrilled with the fact that church service lasted almost two hours
1: it was a long service it was a long service yeah yeah kai was a little bit he was he wasn't as like tightly. Oh, he talked
2: too much. You can say it. It's fine. He uh, rabbit-trailed a little bit. He
1: listens, he rabbit, to, the t- he he listens bit. to the show, so he's going to hear this. <laughs> yeah, he rabbit-trailed a little bit. It was great, but it, was, it wasn't it was as organized as usual.
2: I was engaged. I enjoyed it. I Me thought too. it was a great sermon, Kai. Yeah. It was- Pastor <laughs> Kai. <laughs> Some 13-year-old boys might, think, might have thought it was too long. Some 13-year-old boys who had an early breakfast and hadn't had a, a mid-morning snack. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't had second breakfast yet?
1: Unlike my son, who the best way to keep him quiet during the service is just keep shoving food at him. Uh, you can't mention that baby, it makes my elbow hurt. Uh. <laughs> That's going to do it for our show today, because uh. I don't know where we've gone lately. Where did this show go? Who knows?
2: Skied up, But up.
1: uh Blarence Bloyer...
2: Is he the jerk? Or is getting... the hypothetical person you might know the jerk?
1: This is a tough question, Andrew. I don't know where are you where are you following this. Who's the jerk?
0: Why choose?
1: I think they're that both they're both jerks. jerks. They're both jerks. I'm not going to say they're irredeemable.
0: Okay. the The hypothetical person I might know is probably irredeemable.
1: Yeah, but not for just this situation. <laughs> I was going to say that's not a that that's fair. That's not for this situation. Yeah. That's a history along with that. Accurate. So for my co-host Justin. The irredeemable jerk, <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetical!
2: <laughs> what about hypothetical do
1: you not understand?
0: Justin, hypothetically an irredeemable jerk, Domashevins. <laughs> and
2: my co-host, Manuel Schmargrove.
1: <laughs> and our trusty producer, Andrew. Always caught off guard by Daniel's commercial breaks. Gross. You've been listening to the scrimmage. Your
2: commercial other transition mic. was so good leading into the other commercial break, and I ruined it by <laughs> laughing because you not only stood up and leaned into the microphone <laughs> to do it, you inched away from the microphone little by little with every word. <laughs> so it was like, I did blah, 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 I blah, 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 I can't go pee. <laughs> I
1: had to pee so bad. I know you did. We need more sponsors.
2: When I need to pee, I just go.
1: I need longer commercial breaks.